Hello, my name is Sister Catherine, and it is a joy to be with you on this Holy Thursday. Certainly, this Holy Thursday is different from any other Holy Thursday you may have lived, and we probably won't have an exact repeat of this experience for the rest of our lives. And that, I believe, makes this Holy Thursday very special. It's almost as if God has taken each of us apart so that we can only hear him. We've been taken out of our normal routines, um, out of the normal things we do and think and say and have, the normal ways in which we relate to others, and even the normal ways in which we worship. And we're left here in this very open, vulnerable space um, where we can hear him, where we can actually be ministered to by him. And I think it's very similar to what the apostles may have experienced um, when they were preparing for the Last Supper. A lot, of, a lot of things have been happening recently in their lives, and they probably had a feeling that something was going to happen to Jesus and maybe to them. So they probably were kind of worried, maybe afraid, about what was going to be happening. And at the Last Supper, Jesus did something so marvelously beautiful. He knelt in front of each of them and washed their feet. He knelt before them and washed their feet. He touched them. He was connected to them. He didn't want them isolated. He didn't want them isolated from him or from each other. And so how are you doing tonight? How are you doing on this Holy Thursday? What are you feeling? What are your losses? What are your fears? When you look into the future, what are you very worried about? Um, what are the dangerous threats that you're, you're living with right now because of this COVID-19 virus pandemic? And I hope that you take those to Jesus, that you open your heart and tell him completely what you're feeling, doing, living with, hoping, and fearing. Tell him everything and then ask him to wash your feet. There are so many personal ways in which Jesus ministered to those who followed him, to those who loved him in those three years of his public life. Certainly Mary, um, Peter after the resurrection, um, calling him apart, Simon, do you love me? The beautiful image of himself that he gave to Veronica when he returned that veil that she had used to wipe his face. John, as he looked down from the cross and, and gave him his own mother. Simon of Cyrene, who had the strength and the grace to be able to be the only one in the world to carry Jesus' cross with him. So there are so many ways in which Jesus personally touched his apostles because he knew what it is to be afraid, to worry, 
he knew what it would be when they realized they were hiding in a room when only Mary, his mother, and John and Mary Magdalene were the ones on Calvary with him as he died. He knew what it would be like for Peter when he realized he had betrayed the Lord. Um, he knows. He knows. And skipping ahead a few days, he comes to call you by name, just as he called Mary Magdalene in the Easter Garden of the Resurrection. So these three days in Scripture, uh, in the life of Jesus, are so filled with the very tender way in which he connects with those whom he loves. And he is tenderly trying to connect with you. And so I offer you this little meditation as a space in which you can open yourself up to the way he is trying to connect, to serve, to minister to you, to comfort you, to give you courage, and to console you. Recently, there was a video going around on YouTube. It was a letter to humanity written, as it were, by the coronavirus. And the interesting thing is that there were many beautiful things about the video. It spoke about the lessons that we could learn and that it seems we are learning from this experience lessons of love, of solidarity, of caring for each other, of wanting to be with each other, of basically seeing the essence of things, what's most essential. But as the little video ended, it basically said in the words, as it were, of the virus, um, I'm passing through, I'll be gone soon. Um, and I hope you remember these lessons. And as I was entering into the mystery of Holy Thursday in preparation for this um, time with you, I began to, to really get into the heart of Jesus. Jesus who understands us in such a profound way that video spoke from, as it were, the words of the virus. I hope you learn your lesson as we all stay really frightened in our houses, separated, isolated, unsure, uncertain of the future. And in a certain sense, we're not that different from the apostles who I'm sure heading into that, what would be the Last Supper, um, we're also uncertain that even as they were together when they heard that one of them would betray him I'm sure they felt a bit isolated unsure who it was uncertain when even as they were together and I reflected on Jesus how he didn't come to teach us a lesson 
Jesus, I get this sense, really got their fear. He really knew what it would be like to be left without him. I think Jesus knew how easy it was to, to come to the conclusion that things are a punishment from God and, and how that makes us anxious and worried and depressed and really separated from God, even more isolated in a sense. He really got them. He got their fear. And so we read how he washed their feet. The first thing he did is he took into his hands their dirty feet. And people walking barefoot at that time, they didn't have nice concrete sidewalks and nice grass lawns in front of their houses. They were pretty messy streets um, filled with animals and all kinds of things. And uh, But he picked up their feet into his hands, their messy, smelly feet, and he washed them. That's such a tender act, such an intimate act, such a caring act. He wanted to reach out to them. He wanted them to understand, to be clear, that everything they were going to see in the next few days was not all there is, that probably they would only see a tiny bit of the mystery of what was unfolding before them, of what was unfolding um, as a part of their lives. They were actually a part of this tremendous mystery of the Paschal uh, love that was unfolding in the world, in history, in salvation history. He got their fear. He knew what it would be to be alone, to be left without him, to be hiding, to be afraid of the authorities of those that could hurt them. He knew what it would be to be uncertain about the future. He understood their fears and their frustration and possibly thinking they had been duped into thinking this was God, this was the Son of God, this was the Messiah, as we see from the disciples who left for Emmaus shortly after the resurrection. And he knew what it would be to know that they had betrayed him, that they had failed him, that they had run away at the moment when he most needed them. And he wanted to show them before any of that happened. He wanted to take into their hands, into his hands, and show them that he loved them, that he was with them. He needed them to know that he accepted them, that he experienced their reality by touching them touching their feet, that he loved them in their frailty. He loved even their dirty feet. He wasn't looking for perfection, for cleanliness. He loved them as they were. And he wants us to know the same thing, that he knows our fears, that he knows our frailty, that he knows our messy feet. And even more, and even more, he wanted to not just teach them a lesson, 
He wanted to not just make things right and um, show us what we were supposed to do. He wanted to be inside us. He wanted to be forever with us. He wanted us to be within Him, to be inside Him. He wanted us to be one with Him, to grow in Him, to be transformed in Him. He wanted us to be so many tabernacles going through the world filled with Him, with His light, so that He is the one who sees out through our eyes. He's the one that others meet when they look at us. He's the one who thinks with our mind. He's the one that people hear when we speak. And we all know how frail we are, how difficult it is for us to totally open ourselves completely to him, as it was for Peter. Lord, don't wash my feet. Lord, I am going to stand by you. Lord, I will never betray you. He knows, he knows, and he wants us to know that he understands and that he truly calls us to this magnificent and amazing union not a lesson, but a union where where he doesn't just heal us from the outside anymore, as he did when he walked the rose of Galilee. He heals us from the inside. We truly know the essence of things. We enter into the essential, and it always comes back to him. And we hear these in the discourse that was given at the Last Supper, these words of Jesus that are so precious for the church to understand his heart. And just listen to some of this. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me and that you loved them 
even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see the glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. Jesus took on himself our sin and its punishment. He experienced the loss that we experience when we feel that God doesn't hear, when we don't know where God is, when tragedy strikes, when we experience abandonment by the Father. He experienced suffering at the hands of others. He experienced the violence that is in our world since the fall, the violence that comes from not being able to trust, to be united to God. He experienced love that has turned to fear, to rejection, to hate. And he says in response to that, stay with me forever. Stay with me forever. Let me stay with you, in you. Remain in you forever. In every Holy Communion, he remains with us in an ever deeper way, in an ever growing way. He loves you. He loves you. He died for you. And he wants to remain in you and be through you for the world. He wants to bear fruit in you. He wants you where he is in glory. So these first two days of Holy Thursday and Good Friday are filled with many personal touches by the Master that were experienced by his disciples and those who were with him, who met him, Simon of Cyrene, Veronica, who received back his face on her garment and in her heart. Mary, who met him on the way to Calvary, who stood before him, beneath him, in the cross, under the cross. The apostles who, who allowed their feet to be washed, and the apostles who, at the same Last Supper, received him into themselves. So my prayer for you is that in these two days, the first two days of the Triduum, that you go to Jesus with your fears, that you let him wash your feet, that you let him speak to you 
from the cross, that you allow him to personally touch you where you need it most, whether it's in fear, in sorrow, in weakness, in guilt, whatever it may be. Whenever it may be, whatever, whenever in your life it may have happened. This year, now, in this very silent triduum that we're living that's so different from any other triduum than we'll live in the rest of our lives, at this point, when we are huddling in fear, Jesus wants to wash your feet.